podcast for filthy casuals by filthy casuals. Hi everyone and welcome to Flashpoint episode 116, recorded Sunday, September 11th. I'm your host, David Holloway, and joining me firstly is a man who sees each and every glass as half full of emptiness. You changed that. How are you, Simon? I'm good, and who said I changed anything? What are you talking about? I, I had a different intro for you. Let's just put it that way. Did you? I, 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 but I'd be the first to say you probably improved it. You did, yeah, you did. You improved it. <sighs> Hi, David. Hello, everyone. Isn't life wonderful? Um, I don't want to be too upbeat, though, considering the date. So uh, Yeah, I thought of that. Yeah. Mm. Um, but... Uh, Life. I only just realised it as David said it then. Oh. Right. All good. But remembering yeah. that when we record, it's not uh, 9-11, as the Americans would put it, when we're recording. It's still only 10-9. Um, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's probably about 5 in the morning there, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Ben, how are you? Yeah, so we also have a man who loves intros like these intros, like a cactus enema. How are you, Ben? Oh, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Yeah, was, yeah, very. Yeah, literally, you had said September 11th, and I went, "Oh shit, it is too." Oh, I completely spaced on that. I'm trying to think. Have I ever? And don't worry if you have heard it. I don't want to hear it now. But I can't think of a mm. single joke that's ever been made. As far as a hey, like a verbal joke. There's that awful picture of. Um, it was more of a urban myth of people standing on top of the twin towers with the the plane coming towards mm. them in the background. But I don't think anyone's even tried to make a joke about. It. I'm sure people have. I just haven't heard them. I'm, I'm sure there has been. I'm pretty sure at least uh, maybe South Park is maybe not so much at the expense, but using the yeah, comedy the, to get yeah. over the event. Yeah. Well, yeah that that might be might be justifiable but i to this day i still turn my head away at any time that footage mm. on tv i still can't watch it yeah oh no i was at the yeah. ground zero site when i was in new york earlier in the year and geez, it's um pretty powerful stuff yeah i'd like to see it i, I was in new york mm. three weeks before it happened and we actually didn't visit the twin towers we just didn't see it as something we were interested in doing. But, yeah, I can imagine the Ground Zero Memorial from people I've talked to is pretty amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, quite, uh, yeah, it's pretty moving, especially when you're standing there around these giant uh, memorial <laughs> fountains and it's just dead silence all around you and you're in this giant city, but it's just this silence in the area. It's just eerie and uncanny and very moving. Um, and you mentioned, Simon, about needing to turn away and not being able to look every time that footage comes on. It reminds me of this podcast, and I wanted to give a shout-out to someone that doesn't look the other way and actually gave us a review on iTunes. Oh. Oh. That was a, that was a rough segue, but go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> it was super rough. It's late. It's been a long day. Um, Jay Connell, the, the lovely Jay Connell, who's a long-term listener, right back to the Swator days, left us a new review on the American iTunes store. So thanks, mate. And as promised, every person that leaves an iTunes review gets a free episode of Flashpoint. So congratulations to you, sir. Um, and I think I might have said on Twitter, I think you should get a lifetime uh, subscription for free. How good's that? Can I can I also send in my uh, cop that uh, that <coughs> that pre copy of uh, Windows Vista Basic as well? Absolutely, that's <laughs> the least we can do. Uh, I'll throw in a copy of Windows ME. Oh, Ooh. wow! We just keep turning into a trove of treasures. Oh, we've got all sorts of goodies for you, Jay. I think I've got um, System Seven Point One floppy disks here, Mac disks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We've got it all. Just throwing it back. <laughs> that was that was back in the day. No, actually, that was that was before Apple started innovating. Um, also, before they stopped innovating. So let's yeah. not talk about Phone Seven. What a pack of wankers! Oh yeah. 
Yeah, actually, if we get time, we should talk about that later because I think we could all agree in our hatred of that. Um, all right, but let's get into gaming, which is what we're allegedly here for. So let's, as always, talk about what we've been playing. Ben, tell us what you've been playing. Um, surprise yeah, us. <laughs> I, I, I'd love to surprise you. I really would. Uh, sadly, I don't have any surprises this month. I was sitting there before the show going, oh, crap, what have I actually played this month? Is there anything new or exciting? And sadly, no. Um, I've been playing uh, my usual culprits of Destiny and Overwatch. Uh, Destiny, actually, yesterday I finished the year two moments of Triumph 100%. Oh, well done. Um, so I quickly jumped onto the website and I've ordered my year two Triumphs T-shirt. Um, so that'll probably turn up in the next few weeks. And So yeah, did you get that for pretty- nothing? No, it's you pretty much pay thirty bucks plus it gets your gamer tag embroidered on it. Um, okay. It shows that you've got the uh, triumphs completed and all that stuff on it. Um, the only way to get the t-shirt is by completing the moments of triumph because at the moment they've got it on the bungee store is seven hundred seventy-seven thousand seven hundred seventy-two dollars. Um, and by completing the triumphs, it gives you a discount code which reduces that price to about twenty bucks. That's funny. I wonder if anyone. Out there has uh, actually paid the full price, some bastard. I, I guarantee you they have. They, well, actually, before you punch in the discount code at the checkout, it says, we, we're we stopping you from checking out because we want you to double-check your prices because you're ordering over $5,000 worth of goods. Why don't we do that for those highly successful Flashpoint T-shirts? We should do that. Like we'll, we we'll only charge four thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, and then put a you know four thousand nine hundred and seventy nine dollar discount on it, and hope that someone doesn't. Yeah. Well, no. If we do it as uh, like a twenty buck t shirt, and then five thousand dollars shipping and packaging, it'll <laughs> almost, that will almost <laughs> be like eBay's global shipping program. <laughs> That's true. But almost slight, slightly cheaper. <laughs> uh. We're going to be oh, going to get rich after all. Uh, yeah, if if you listeners, if you can't tell, this show is starting a little bit late, so we're a little bit uh, yeah. silly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've played Overwatch as well. Uh, it's that free weekend. Uh, well, by the time you're all listening to this, free weekend will be over. So I hope you all pl- uh, gave it a crack and tried it out. Um, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I've been trying to get a bit more through on that game, trying to finish it off and get the platinum trophy. And Titanfall uh, 1 and 2. Uh, I've been playing Titanfall 1 to try and remember what it was like. And Titanfall 2, I've been playing the Alpha Tech Test, which I'm not sure if I like it or not yet. I might wait till some reviews come out before I buy that game. Cool. I think that's a good idea from what I've been mm. hearing. Yeah, it's just it didn't have the same feel that the first one had. That's the only way I could describe it. Is, I mean, it felt like Titanfall, but it just didn't and it, maybe it's because it's an alpha and all that sort of stuff everything's subject to change but it just didn't grab me and feel as fun as what the first one did it's all about the grabbing and feels mm. Mm. absolutely and simon surprise us yourself I, uh, well actually looking at your list you you're always the one that keeps the faith but t- tell us what you've been playing okay uh no Man's Sky. I've been playing a bit more of that here and there. Haven't got bored? Uh, no, I'm still basically just poodling around uh, the my uh, original system. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it just feels like I'm all alone in an infinite universe, which, judging from the rate of returns, that's probably accurate. Um, I've been playing Song of the Deep, which is quite a charming little game. That's the first game that GameStop um, released as a, as a publisher or you know, GameStop slash EB Games, and yeah, it's it's a beautiful looking game. It's very relaxing. It's quite charming, and uh, it's kind of a like a an Irish kind of a bedtime story of the sea sort of thing that you could imagine hmm. fishermen telling their their kids as they are lulled off to sleep shortly before Ricketts gets them. Um, <laughs> Star Trek, on, well, you know, back in the day, that sort of thing happened. When you were living on potatoes. So polio? It, was, it was either that or the local priest. Star Trek Online is available. Yes, topical, not really. Uh, Star Trek Online has recently become available for both PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, so I thought I'd have a bit of a 
dip into that because I'd never played it on PC. And yeah, I'm, um, I quite like it. It very it feels very Star Trek, very, very sort of next gen Voyager, I, I suppose. I suppose DS9 as well. Um, is so, it cross platform at all? I, I just can't imagine that there'd be a huge call for it to be on console. So the universe must feel very quiet. Um, well, it's it's instanced with common areas, so mm. which I suppose is not terribly unusual. It's, it's basically, I suppose some of the areas are like dungeons. It's yeah, space, space dungeons. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I've come across a few players, but then since it's only recently kicked off, the, of course, there's an influx of players. Yeah. Um, also been playing a bit of SWOTOR, getting up to date with uh, the latest chapters and uh, things that don't quite work the way they're supposed to, but less said about that, the better. But yeah, still still enjoy visiting, Good. even though I'm not as passionate as, as I, I perhaps once was. But still more uh, but, passionate than me. Yeah, well, and the stories, it's, it's, they still tell good stories. It's still engaging. Uh, also been playing some Beyond Good and Evil, which was uh, recently a, a game made uh, available through the uh, Xbox Games with Gold. I finally, mainly because I stumbled across in my local game shop, a collector's box for WoW Legion. So I thought, Ah, I'll spend the extra money. I need a new mouse mat. Why not? And yeah, so spent most of the time that I probably would have spent playing it, downloading and updating it, and getting trying to get my BattleNet verification working properly. Blah blah blah. So I'm looking forward to playing that now. Most of that jumping through hoops is out of the way. Also had a bit of a play around with Ark Survival Evolved. Um, now, I think I've got the arc bit down and the evolved bit down. The survival thing's turning out to be a little bit more of a challenge. I keep Do you crack, crack that open on the Steam or Xbox? Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. What do you think about the whole conundrum with the developer being, for lack of a better term, a bit of a dick? What, releasing uh, DLC for a preview game? Yeah, yeah, and charging for the preview uh, DLC yeah, I saw that. And then and I, being a bit of an asshole about the whole situation. Uh, not particularly impressed. Unfortunately, mm. I was aware of that before I bought it, but it was on special. So Fair enough. Even, even if I just use it as an educational experience, I'm only down 26 bucks. So, you know, it's... Ah, it could be worse. It could be a lot worse. So I wasn't wanting to pay the, the full 40 for it. I was certainly not buying the DLC, not until the frame rates improve. It's a bit, uh, bit stuttery in, uh, when it kicks off, but it does settle down and... It's interesting. I think it's sufficiently interesting to to keep me going back and having a bit of a look around and just getting a sense of it. I think Rooster Teeth said it best on the patch uh, earlier this week when they said they're just going to keep it in early access until the graphics cards get to the point where it's auto- automatically optimised and they don't have to do anything on it. Yeah, well, that'll probably be next year when Scorpion yeah. comes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Certainly not going to be this November. Anyway, New- moving... David... Um, yeah, well, that's a hell of a list. Um, I'm really going to blow everyone out of the water with surprise and so I've been playing WoW and Destiny. Um, Destiny really only in the week or so before Legion launched since last episode, and then just it's all been WoW Legion when I've been able to find some time, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. So, yep, yeah, WoW and Destiny, go me. Oh, and a bit of Pokemon Go, to be honest, too. Oh, did you catch a Pidgey? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately that happens way too often. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else you could have caught. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's Pidgeys and, yeah, that's, uh, there's those Rattata things and it's never anything exciting, but anyway. Yeah. All right. Oh, every time I see so many people playing that in the street and I just think how easy it would be to push them into oncoming traffic. <laughs> It'd be nice, wouldn't it? It would, would. Wake them up. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice, lads. All right, so let's jump into the main, uh, you know, hugely differentiated and complex running sheet. Uh, so I might as well start off with WoW Legion while I'm talking it. So it's been out, what, two weeks now? Um, 
Interesting, it's like last time uh, it launched early. So when I picked up, I, I went all retro and bought the box copy. I think I tweeted a photo of all my boxes um, that I've had since I, I've been playing WoW. And I was told by EB Games at the time the servers open at five, and it was all over that that you know the media. That's when it was going to launch Australian time, and like last time, about quarter to five just went live. And I assume they do that from a load management viewpoint, or they just go, I don't want to wait any longer, let's do it. But it launched and flawlessly, there was no issues, and none of those. I think, I think it's just they want to surprise people. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and the way they had the initial part starting area set up, I didn't notice the massive, insane crowds that, that I've seen in other launches, and a lot of it was instanced as well. So I think they were able to hive off a lot of stuff, and it, it just went really, really well. So congrats. That, that's really good to hear that they've done that. I haven't been, I haven't been interested in going in early myself since I've – was it Cataclysm when I was up to my nostrils in Morgan? Yeah, and Pandaria was uh, was this. Everyone was fl- from memory flying above a ship or something. And I just remember it was insane the amount of people there, and you couldn't see what was going on. And they, they've learned a lot from those, I think. Um, and the game it's itself, only, sorry, it's only taken them a decade. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, the game itself is, you know, everything you'd expect from WoW. I, I'm finding the whole Legion storyline really, really good. Um, it, there's, I think it's five, maybe six new zones. You can basically start at any zone you want, so it's all scaled. So if you're a level 100 and you choose what traditionally you might have thought of as the end zone or the, the, um, tr- the mobs are um, level 100, or 101 and, and vice versa. But I, I went more traditional and started what you would expect to be the main starting area and working my way through. Um, all the stories are quite marked. The quests are, are relatively varied. Um, only criticism I'd make is there's still some confusing bits. As much as they've got navigation that pretty well nailed down now on the map, there's still a couple of things, uh, particularly in early days. I ended up writing a post on our website where it just was glitched. There was no way you could find this guy for the quest uh, that I could oh, see. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, Alakazam, whatever his name was. Um, and I'm in High Mountain at the moment, which is the third zone, the Tauran zone. So a lot, and it's a high mountain, as you expect. It's up, and it's, I'm finding it extremely hard to navigate around because you obviously can't fly yet. I can see it'll be a breeze once flight's enabled, once you've... Um, I don't think, A, they've enabled yet, B, the grind for it's fairly significant. Um, but finding High Mountain immensely frustrating. I just still can't work out to get to a particular area to do one of the key quests. And it's, I'm obviously missing something, but it's just, yeah, I'm not enjoying it at all. But overall, a lot of fun. Uh, the artifact stuff's really cool, so... Uh, the weapon, the the storyline to get your initial art, of, you know, key weapon for your class is pretty cool. The class halls are, are, are I like as well, although the mage class halls extremely spread out and takes a lot of getting used to. Again, not super impressed with the structure of it, but uh, what you can do in there's you know really nice. Um, nice to be back in Dalaran again. So you, you've got basically the same Dalaran that you had in um, that was Cataclysm, wasn't it? No, Wrath of the Lich King. Wrath of the Lich King, but it's uh, sitting in a totally different location um, at the Broken Isles. Oh, okay. Um, um, but, yeah, nice to be back in, in Dalaran. And, yeah, just a lot of fun. I'm, uh, I'm uh, coming up to a level 108, and I've still got two whole zones and a bit to go. So that's the only criticism. I, I think the last two expansions and this one is I don't understand why you have five zones and that by halfway through you've levelled, because um, for me that takes a lot of the fun out of it or a lot of the motivation of it. Um, just Yeah, I just don't understand. And I purposely don't do any dungeons beyond the one. This is interesting with this expansion. You finish each area by doing the dungeon. Um, so that I like that. So, but so I've done two dungeons in total. Done no PvP. Minimised 
you know, XP as much as I can, and I'm still going to hit level 110 with uh, probably a zone, if not two zones, to go. You'd think they could work that out better. Um, Can't you just work on your light level instead if you finish leveling up? <laughs> I just had to think yeah, that, there for a minute. That took bloody wild. Yeah, well, no, you know what? I was actually thinking Swotor initially, but then, yeah, no, I get what you mean. I think I'm, I'm just about to hit 320 light level in Destiny. Ah, well done. It's not bad for me. Um, so, yeah, look, if you, haven't, if, if you haven't played WoW <laughs> for a while, it's definitely worth a, a look, but I always say that with most expansions, but it, it is a very engaging very story-driven expansion with lots to do. I can see once you do hit level, there is a massive more amount to do now as far as your artifact weapon. And in PvP, you've got this new... I've forgotten the name of it, but you've got a, a levelling-up system within PvP now, and I know I'll enjoy doing that. But I would have thought mm. if there's that much content, why wouldn't you have you know make it a level 120? It's just totally... Or, you know, halve the quest rewards. It's I just don't understand it, but anyway... Yeah, but there's also the people out there that don't do every single quest in a zone. Yeah, true. That's true. And that's why. Like, well, I haven't played WoW since Cataclysm, um, and I stopped because Swotor. Um, <laughs> trade one addiction for another. But um, I remember when I did Cataclysm, as I, I was, I can't remember what the level cap was back then, 85, was it? Uh, Cataclysm, you know, no. Uh, Wrath of Lich King was... 80 and then 80, so yeah it, so it was 85 85 for yeah, 85 yeah so it, anyway so it was 85 but I, i'd reached 85 before i'd hit the third zone um yeah. and it was like six zones to get through and that was because i chose to go and do both the two starting areas one after the other because it was two starting areas and then move around to the, the third zone so by the time I hit that third zone, I was pretty much 85 already. I think I did one quest yeah. and boom, I was 85. And that's just because I was a completionist. So it, I think that's where it just comes down to. They have to space it out enough so that people that are completionists have lots to do. Yeah, true. Um, hey, if you're a completionist and you get to max level before you finish it all, you hey, good for you. Yay. Makes the rest of it a little bit easier. Um, and if you're not a completionist. You can just trounce your way through the zones as you feel like it and uh, level up as you go. And, hey, you might make 110 by the time you finish the last zone. Yeah, good point. I mean, if I wasn't an achievement junkie, you're right. You, I probably wouldn't be mm. worried about doing all the zones. And I, I think that's something with, uh, especially with WoW, since they introduced the achievements and you've got each zone has however many quests you have to complete for the achievement and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I remember chasing those down as well back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and that's an incentive for people to go back, and it's to also provide that end game carrot on a stick still for people when they do reach level cap and they have beaten all the content in the zone. Hey, we've got more little things over here you can do. That's Here's, right. We still got our carrot on our stick over here. Come on, come chase yeah. it. Yeah, no, that's true. There's still plenty of carrots. Mm. So yeah, if yeah. if if you've got an addiction, maybe don't come back because you might get hooked again. But if oh god, no, I'm not coming back. I'm no. avoiding it like the plague. Looks really good, really good. I'm happy for WoW, but I'm I'm avoiding it like the plague. Yeah, yeah, no, probably a good move. So that'll do for Legion. Um, and yeah, I'd be fascinated to see. Although I think Blizzard have stopped disclosing their subscriber numbers, but I'll be fascinated to see because uh, with um, the last expansion, uh, Warlords of Draenor, they had a massive increase. They were back over 11 million or maybe it was even 12 million, but that, it basically halved by the end of the expansion. I doubt they'll get that sort of bump this time, but it'll be interesting to see. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Yeah, People they'll... go back and then they'll leave again, and then they'll come back again. It's about having that maximum level character. People just do it for that reason. I'll level up, and then that'll do me. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, from reports, we're all saying that yeah, it's sold very well, and the subscribe numbers are back up for a bit. So. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Seems to be getting good good reviews. I haven't yeah. really mm. heard anything negative about it, so that's, that's a plus. Absolutely. Have you seen that world-destroying boss that apparently some players stumbled across? No. Did you hear about that one? No. There's some hidden item they went searching for and they went, 
trying to hunt through the secrets and things that Blizzard have hidden in the world to find this item that they were looking for and somehow summoned some crazy uh, world event old god that was running around destroying and killing everyone and everything. Oh, that's cool. See, that's the stuff yeah. that makes it worthwhile. That's yeah, so what... I'll, I'll, I'll have to find that link for you. I'll, I'll look yeah, it up. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. That'd be brilliant. I hope someone screen captured it. Um, all right, and speaking of um, things that are getting nothing but positive praise and you know very little negative to speak about, Sony, Simon, launched the next evolution of PlayStation. They did indeed, David. It was an event that was epic and well worth getting up at... Uh, did I have to get up? 5 a.m., I think it was. Jeez, you're dedicated. Well, I, I, wanted, I wanted to catch it fresh and just to let it all wash over me. And so, did, was, was, it, was it raw sewage that washed over you or, you know, glowing PlayStation septic. juice? Septic tank backed up, really. It, it, I think it exploded. No, no, an explosion would have been something. This is more of a slow leak. Well, actually, leak is really appropriate when you think about it because there wasn't <laughs> much, much new information. Everything we already knew pretty much everything, but I think because we all knew everything, folks were hoping that there'd be more. I mean, there was talk about the the next uh, Red Dead game being launched because Sony is owed an exclusive by Rockstar or some such drivel. Well, that blatantly wasn't the case. No, uh, what, I thought it was because the event was in New York, which is where Rockstar are based. Uh, they're a Scottish company. They have a development studio in New York. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, I, I think it was in New York because they already had a venue named after them. Fair enough. I think that was the only reason. Basically, it was something that could have been done in a press release, quite frankly. Um, we had Andrew House come out doing his his usual thing, which is basically Peter Baelish on helium, <laughs> uh, t- telling us things that, well, basically, it was mostly PR drivel. Um, then we had Mark Cerny come out, who is without doubt one of the smartest people on the planet. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Um, that said, savants aren't necessarily the best people to explain things to the plebs. So while he was giving some useful technical information, it didn't really tell people why they needed this box and why it was a good idea and why anyone should be interested. So, yes, what we what we got told was about the the box we already knew about that had already been reviewed on YouTube the the Slim and the Pro which is what was formerly known as Neo which is going to for it probably would have been better if they'd called it the the 3.5 because 4K is not something this box is going to deliver for the most part mm. uh, there was one plus. Um, basically, if I can paraphrase Oprah Winfrey, you get HDR and you get HDR. Everybody gets HDR. <laughs> so, so that's wonderful. Um, if you already own a PlayStation 4, you will be getting HDR in a upcoming update, I think sometime in the coming week. Which no one's TV will have. Which no one's TV will have. <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't make a lot of sense. No, it doesn't. Originally, I was trying to think. Well, they can't do that because the uh, both the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four were released with uh, HDMI 1.4, mm. which doesn't allow for HDR or 4K. The reason they can do it is apparently Sony, when they built the, when they designed the uh, PlayStation Four had a customized HDMI controller in the box, which they can actually, is, can be modified through firmware um, to provide sufficient bandwidth for HDR. But uh, as you say, Ben, uh, everyone's going to have it, but most people won't be able to use it mm. because they won't have TVs that are capable of HDR. Which also, if you have a TV which is capable of HDR, it means you've bought the TV in the last six months. 
Yes. Realistically, so I don't know, it's your PlayStation's yep. not going to be. It'll be a 4K TV. So hey, the PlayStation Pro would probably be a better option for you. Well, the TV will realistically. The, the, your TV, your 4K TV will upsample uh, mm. the 10T or 900 or whatever signal the PlayStation's throwing out. Yeah. So that'll work. The only complication comes into whether it's uh, – and this is – sorry, we're going into the weeds here. Mm. Whether your TV's capable of supporting uh, Dolby Vision, HDR10, or both of them. Yeah. If it's a Dolby Vision set, then you're out of luck because the PlayStation Pro is only going to support HDR10, as the Xbox does. Uh, and so any upgrade they do to the vanilla PS4 is also going to be HDR10. Mm. Actually, there was something that, um, and this is not image-related, but audio-related with, with Dolby. There was only a certain couple of Dolby sound types that was being supported on the Pro and the Slim going forward. And the Slim doesn't have an optical output port as well. No, that's that been the other thing. Yeah, mm. uh, it is a lot more. The Slim is a lot more power efficient, and it does run cooler and quieter. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've got one of the, if you've either got the original PlayStation Four or the C chassis, which was the updated version that was released, looks the same externally, but actually runs uses less power but runs hotter mm. than the original one. If you can believe that. Uh, which is why they tend to have more of a failure rate. But uh, from what Digital Foundry said, the the slip sounds like um, not a bad little box if you don't already have one or if your existing one decides to melt. Uh, The the PlayStation Pro, that's a lot more of a difficult thing to nut out as to Mm. what anyone would want that. What do do you think, Ben? Um... I've actually been umming and ahhing about writing something on it, but I've been trying to let it sit sit in my brain a bit more and stew on it before I made a full, um, you know, write something up properly on it. But the way I look at it is, it's not going to compete with Scorpio. It's going to compete with the one compete. Sorry, with the one S, um, and that's because of the 4K and the HDR and all that sort of stuff. Okay, granted, the one S doesn't do a true 4K. It's upscaling. Um, the HDR is only obviously going to be in certain games and things like that going forward. In saying that, a lot of those third parties that Sony listed are available on the Xbox as well. So why wouldn't they just turn the HDR support and 4K on for it as well? Who knows? Um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah I, I'm just looking at it. And I, just, I just keep thinking to myself, who are they trying to sell this to? I mean, granted... Okay, it's got a little bit of extra grunt in it, which will be great for v- PlayStation VR. But um, f- for me, and I, we talked about this last episode, how I could justify the price of upgrading my Xbox One to an Xbox One S. Um, you know, I was trading mine in, so I, I got a bit of about $200 discount. I got, you get the 4K Blu-ray player. I do have a 4K TV. I don't have HDR on my TV. I bought my 4K TV a couple of years ago. Um Things like that. So I could justify the price point and the upgrade and all that sort of thing to get to where it is. Um, with the PlayStation 4 Pro, I can't justify it the same way because from a video point of view, it's only doing, or media I should say, it's only doing 4K streaming. There's no 4K Blu-ray player in it. No, that was a surprise. Which... To me, that's a good reason to buy it, considering the price. And we talked about this last episode. The price of a 4K Blu-ray player mm. is, you know, five hundred and sixty odd bucks at JB. That's the yeah. price of one of these consoles. So you get your console and your 4K Blu-ray player in one. You got your new 4K TV there at home, whatever you've got, and you're set. And it's the same when PlayStation 3 released and they had the Blu-ray player. That was a huge selling point was we have a Blu-ray player built in. You can get your PlayStation 3 and your Blu-rays all going at once. That's the reason I bought my PS3. It's the reason a lot of people did. And I I keep sitting and I'm reading comments on the internet and I really should not read comments because sometimes I just sit there and have aneurysms reading them trying to understand how people are so dumb. But a lot of comments 
about the Blu-ray player thing with the PlayStation 4 Pro were, I don't buy Blu-rays anymore anyway, so it's not going to make any difference to me. I've got the 4K streaming. I stream all my movies, blah, blah, blah. 4K streaming is very different to 1080p streaming. Oh, yes. 4K streaming, you're going to have slight buffering issues and all those sort of things. So if you are a true video file, like loving your 4K movies, all that sort of stuff, um, if you want to watch your 4K Deadpool, which I know I do. Um, Amen. Uh, you know, I don't want to be streaming it. I don't want to suffer any of that buffering type stuff. So I just look at it and I'm just like, it needs to be on board. Uh, we live in a country where our internet does not is not supported enough to run 4K streaming. It's simple as that. The majority of people in this country do not have decent enough internet for 4K streaming. I do. Um, shut up. Um, I do too, but that's another story. I'm talking about the majority. And I'd imagine it's the same in other countries around the world, like in Europe and the US. I mean, they've got pretty great internet. Don't get me wrong, but I'm also pretty sure a lot of them won't be wanting to stream 4K movies. Well, on average, America tends to, the United States tends to sit about mm. the middle of world standards. They're not the, not the best, not the worst. Exactly. So, they're going to have similar challenges to mm-hmm. us. And even even if you can get uh, your 4K stream to work reasonably well, it's, you're still going to be dealing with compression. Yep. So it comes down to do you, do you want to see it looking okay or are you actually sufficiently interested in – if you are still buying discs, you're probably mm. – because you want – A, you want something – physical, something yeah. handy, something you can hold, but also because you want something that's going to perform consistently. I'm quite happy mm. watching those shows on Netflix, but if it's something something a bit more of an event, something I just want to be able to sit down and enjoy and have have uh, have it running through my amplifier with through yeah. all the speakers and whatnot, I'm I'm not going to do that with a stream. No. I don't maybe I'm old fashioned but You kids no, get off my lawn. Thanks for Young your content topic, David. That that's really bad. <laughs> I just was. Well, someone mentioned weeds. I'm sort of trying to be the weed killer. No, no, you're just the momentum killer. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. we lost that about three minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's just. I mean, uh, looks of the console wise, uh, yay! It looks like a club sandwich. Um, I thought it I, looked I, like I, Photoshop. Quite honest, I couldn't quite believe what I was looking at. My first, it looked like a fake, didn't it? It looks like a fake. It still looks like a fake. It looks like two of them stuck on top of each other. Mm. (laughs) And yeah, it's just, just, I don't. They they definitely got their messaging wrong. That's all I can say. Because I, it's supposed to have four teraflops of power. Four point two. There you go. Four point two. So, which is you know significantly more than the PS current ps4 generation yeah that's uh, so we should see a decent improvement in games but the, and really it's only gonna be first parties that are gonna supporting that because all the third parties are gonna go yeah we can do that but we got to develop for multi-platforms and yeah, no yeah so we're just gonna optimize it for one and hey if it works on your your, your slim it's gonna work on your pro anyway so we're just gonna do it for the slim yeah. Oh, yeah, and here's your 4K upscale. Piss off, leave us alone. Yeah, Last of Us Remastered is, as far as I know, the mm-hmm. only game that's going to be in 4K, but yeah. that's with some some restrictions because obviously some things have to be turned down a bit for that. So mm-hmm. it's not going to look as good as the sort of the, the more the middle setting where it's a lower resolution, but it goes through the upscaling. Also, confusingly, Elder Scrolls Online uh, will apparently be uh, native 4K, but considering that's not exactly uh, cutting edge, I suppose that's not terribly surprising, considering Shadows of Mordor was one of the games that they featured in the sizzle reel. Yeah, well, Shadows of Mordor on PC did have a 4K texture pack release, so it's pretty much ready to go for 4K already. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting to see how this thing goes, but considering Mm -hmm. 
it's it's only twice as powerful as the vanilla PS4. Yeah. It really getting it to push that four times, you know, double twice as powerful, four times the resolution. Obviously, there's mm. a mismatch in the math there. Yeah. And I did notice on when they did the the swivel of the of the Pro, you know how the regular uh, PlayStation Four has got just the little uh, kind of figure eight power plug that goes into the back. Oh yeah, yeah, your kettle cord. No, no, it's not a kettle cord. That's what it's, I call it. It's an industry term. Uh, the, uh, the kettle cords, uh, the, the the chunky one that goes into the back of your your PC. Yeah, yeah. Not those big mothers. Oh well, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, brain fart. Yep, continue. Rather than the the, the smaller figure eight. Yeah. The Pro uses the, as you say, the kettle cord, a two-prong kettle cord. And that, to me, says it's going to be sucking in a fair whack of juice to keep itself ticking over. So I have concerns about uh, noise and power consumption as well. But anyway, I think we've spent enough time on this topic. That's yeah. No, no, let's keep going. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, you just keep going to sleep. Um <laughs> All right. Games wise, on the scissor wheel, real. Hey, there's a few cool looking games here, so we get games. Yay! Yeah, and we saw them all in E3. Yay! Yay! True. Speaking of newish games, No Man's Sky. Um, it appears that maybe the developers themselves are totally ensconced in it because they're not communicating with any of the rest of us. Yeah, I think they've caught themselves in a bit of a lie. Um, I just quickly through this in the run sheet but there's if you've been paying attention to the gaming media anytime over the last couple of weeks um i'm sure you're aware sorry i've got a dog sleeping near me and she's hiccuping um yeah uh i'm sure you're aware that um the the developers have been caught in very big lies saying there's multiplayer support Two people find each other on the same planet in the same location and they can't see each other. Um, there's supposed to be all these space battle things going on. It's not in the game. There's, there's many other things. I, I'm not entirely sure on the exact specifics because I didn't follow a lot of the announcements leading up to the release. Um, but essentially, Sean Murray's just gone absolutely dead silent on Twitter. Uh, they have had literally no tweets since the 18th of august off their no man's sky twitter which is a you know it's it's a bloody eternity in gaming terms mm. yeah well have a look at how many uh refunds have been issuing out lately too playstation have been issuing refunds steam have been issuing refunds not for bugs people have just been ringing up and saying yeah it's um not what i wanted it's not what i was expecting oh, i should have done that for star wars battlefront yeah you uh, should have yeah i don't think that would have happened <laughs> Unless- if you've got it from EVF, you can return things within a week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I've traded my copy of No Man's Sky in and I got half my money back at least. So I put it towards Gears 4. Oh, looking forward to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Violent chainsaw explosions, yes, please. Also looking forward to the next Destiny expansion, as I'm sure all three of us are. Um, and serious question, it's what, end of September, is it? So it's only, what, a couple of weeks away? Uh, it's nine days. Oh, shit, is it yeah. that soon? Yeah, it's on the 20th it releases. Oh, um, so very, very soon. Um, uh, did so you yeah, guys pre-order? I get, get my moments of triumph completed. Yes, I pre-ordered months ago. Simon? Uh, no. I only did in the last uh, two weeks. I only did it recently. Mm. So. I'll, I'll get it, but I've... I am currently holding a plastic ghost in my hand, which is my perpetual reminder <laughs> of to be a bit more judicious with my pre-orders. And as much as I enjoy Destiny, yeah. uh, they have not they have not regained my faith. <laughs> Bungie, uh, uh, they're not quite Gearbox, but uh, they they're pretty close. Yeah, they 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 stuffed themselves up with that vanilla release. Thankfully, Taken King was very good. Yeah, it was. I expect this mm. to be good as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited about being able to wander around the wastes, but mm. I'm going to wait and see what people say. There, there's nothing, although that that um, Galahorn um, pre-order Black spell, Galahorn or whatever it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's that's got just it's got exactly the right amount of too much chrome on it. 
It's just the amount of chrome that you like, isn't it? Exactly. But, I mean, mm-hmm. as much as I was whinging before, I wow about there being too much content um, for me to level with, I'm, I'm guessing that that won't be an issue with this expansion in Destiny. No, well, it's looking like it's going to be a very small expansion, so I don't know. It's smaller than Taken King, but bigger than House of Wolves. So somewhere in that wheelhouse, um, I think they're relying a lot on getting wow. to Destiny 2 on private matches is what's going to keep people interested. And I assume we haven't had any confirmation that all your achievements and other stuff in Destiny will transfer to Destiny 2? No confirmation. Everyone's assuming as much, though. Yeah, God, I hope so. If it doesn't, if if I can't take my characters with me into the new game, then I won't be getting it. Yeah, I'd probably be in the same boat, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, and it's, I, compared to you guys, I've put in a lot more hours than you guys have, um, and I've got one of every class and all that sort of stuff and all maxed out. Um, and it's fair to say if I lost everything on all three of them, I'd be a little bit, yeah, upset. Yeah. <laughs> it, it would just it would be the final slap in the face if they – I can't mm. imagine something that stupid. Because it would be truly stupid. It would. Be. Yeah, I, I imagine there'd be some sort of soft reset. Like there'd be, like say, I don't know, twenty more levels you've got to level up. So you're out leveling your guns, and I'll just leave oh, your yeah. armor and gear, all that sort of stuff oh. behind. Same as what WoW does with each expansion. No, no but, issue with that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, to say, yeah, delete everything you had. Uh, that's that's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Yeah, your armor and your weapons will be a bit nerfed. I'm. Mm. I'm the, the the public spaces all have some considerable enhancement. I mean, the tower has been just weak source from day well, one. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if you guys have picked up the patch that came out this week, which is the pre-rise of Iron Patch. Um, there's already noticeable graphical improvements I've noticed personally anyway. Um, and all the, a lot of the rise of iron stuff's already been improved on the thing. And that's probably a lot of it to do with dropping last gen. Yeah. 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 That wasn't before time. I mean, good for mm. them supporting it as long as they did, but yeah. you just have to let it go. Which... Yeah. Oh, so I wish I hadn't mentioned that patch. You want to go and play it now? Well, that's the first thing I'm going to do as soon as we've wrapped up here is open another bottle of beer and go and yep. up my destiny. Yeah, it's about three and a half gig, I think it was. Oh, that's well, it's, got a, it's better than the 20 gig to patch. Taken King, yeah. Oh, three and a half gig, three and a half minutes. That's fine. Oh, I hate you. All right. Um, I thought we might... I'd already put on the running sheet about um, Super Mario Run, but it might give us a nice, quick uh, bitching session about Apple as well. So uh, there was the uh, iOS 10 slash iPhone 7 slash Apple Watch 2 Series 2 launch um, the other day. I was n- never getting up for it, but I watched it the, the following evening. Um, Super Mario Run, the big thing was obviously, and I think we talked about it briefly, that Nintendo had partnered up with Apple um, and the legend for Mario's creator, Miyamoto, is it? Yep. Yep. Uh, got up at the keynote and demoed Super Mario Run, which I have to admit looks pretty cool. I... I I'm really hanging to try it out because the fact that Mario automatically runs and all you're doing is controlling the jumping partly totally turns me off, but I can also absolutely mm. understand why they've done it that way with a small device and, and so on. It, it makes sense. Um, but it's it lo- looks great. Pipes. That's what it is. That's what was all that? it Sorry? is. It's Flappy Bird with fewer pipes. Yeah, but that's yeah. right. And it, it very much has that Flappy Bird feel about it. Um mm. But there was uh, there was another gameplay mode in it that I thought wasn't too bad. I've, I've now forgotten it. But, yeah, it would be interesting to see it. I'm fascinated what they charge for it. So they're very much touting that there'll be no cost once you've bought it, but you will have to pay for it. Now, if that pay is, you know, $4.99 or even $9.99, it might be worth it. But if it's something... Nah, Nintendo, it'll be 10 bucks. Yeah, it's going to be 10 But if it's 20 bucks, geez, I, that'd be a big call. And then you have to buy it each time you buy a new iPhone. Oh, they yeah, wouldn't. Right. And, and if they do it with 3DS and Nintendo Wii and Wii yeah. U, why not? And you can only play it uh, after you log into Mitomo. 
because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I sods using that piece of crap. Yeah. Um, so that that was the only gaming, really interesting gaming. Now, so I sp- unless you're a Pokemon goer, the Apple Watch Two will have the ability, from what I could tell, to pick up your stuff from Poke Stops and have any Pokemon that are popping up flag for you directly on the Apple Watch. But they didn't mention about being able to capture Pokemon, which makes sense. So I think you've still got to pull your phone out to actually capture anything, but everything else uh, is covered on the Apple Watch. Um, otherwise, you know, iPhone 7, the charging, the charging thing I think is stupid. I think it's mm. all about them and not about the consumer. The other part of me goes, it's going to be all of two weeks before, if they're not already... Um, starting to release them that they'll have a dual lightning port that will both charge and later attach your headphones but they're so courageous david oh yeah that that was yeah that was nauseating they're so they're they're just courageous though i know can't you see their courage (laughs) i'm with you on this they're they're like the lion out of the wizard of odd they're just full of courage (laughs) courage yeah, Phil Schiller, I reckon he must have been the one that drew the short straw. Hey, do I really have to talk about this? Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. He was the same idiot that claimed that the new Power Mac, the one that looks like, well, you could say it looks like a, a waste bin. I think it looks like something you put by your sink to put your your spatulas in. <laughs> He's, he mm. presented this piece of stupid designed for design's sake piece of garbage and and made the sort of the aside that and people say we don't know how to innovate. Yeah. Doing it something in a stupid shape is not innovation. No. It's all standard componentry in a stupid shape. It's not innovation. That's right. Or, Apple, my contempt for them just builds day upon day, really. Yeah, They're same. Yeah. Um, I wasn't just tighter. I, sorry, and I was encouraged by the fact, though, that I do, there wasn't there was very little cheering from the audience. So either it was more full of journalists that aren't as prone to the fanboy crap. Oh, no, no, you're getting that confused with the Sony event. Yeah, <laughs> thank because <laughs> I was going to as well. Wow, it was shocking, wasn't it? Well, it's what, uh, sorry, like, they, sorry. they had they had lots of cheering at the Sony one, even though it wasn't deserved. No, there, no, there was there was nothing. Oh, okay, it was dead <laughs> it was silent. Dead quiet. I mean, there was there was you know applause. Yeah, there was polite applause, but it was it was yeah, pretty quiet. Well, the Apple but event so- was slightly above polite applause, but not much. I would have argued. Mm-hmm. Um, there was certainly not some of that blind you know cheering and crap that I've heard, well, particularly when Jobs used to do them. It's like, yeah, it's just a phone, guys. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, he he. He just managed to what was it the, the reality distortion yeah, field? He, field. Yeah, it was yeah, remarkable. What they what both of these events needed, both the Sony and the Apple one, was Bethesda girl. They needed her. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Remember from, from the event this year? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Just this woman going completely bonkers with every announcement. They needed her so badly. <laughs> yes. Um, hmm. Yeah, it was... Here's what I don't get about the iPhone, though, is they're so courageous and everything with their headphone port. How come they still haven't added SD support, like SD card support? Yeah, exactly. Oh, can't. can't. You know? What, it would take just... the, the, having that, that facility would, A, weaken the chassis, uh, which is already piss weak. Uh, mm. So <laughs> It would take up valuable space that some yeah. sensical sensor is going to require, uh, or a bigger battery because the thing sucks it down so quickly. And the other well, thing that's, is that's, that's your PP sensor, so it lets you know when you need to go PP. Well, that's why they made it slightly water. So you can you can drop your phone into the toilet, so you can see what the health <laughs> of your urine is. Yeah, yeah. The other urine, urine testing for drug samples. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just pee on your iPhone. Let everyone do that now. Take out your <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> That's, this is why I've gone over to the Android platform simply was a couple of years ago. I was like, I can't justify spending money on a phone that I can't have pee over on. 30 memory on. Oh, yeah, okay. I can't pee on. <laughs> I need something with over 30 gig of memory on it. And like the base model iPhone was 16 gig still last year. I was like, why is it 16 yeah. gig? Oh, the, I can buy an SD card 
the size of my pinky fingernail that holds 200 gig. That's right. They've been courageous, though. They've upped it to 32 gig with the latest exactly. model. Oh, no. It's, credit, and it's still $700. Yeah. Yes. 700 you wish. Oh, 800 Sorry. No, it's... Well, actually, the base model iPhone 7 is something like 1049 Oh, you have got to be kidding. No, no. But they've always been... Hey, is this money? Well, it's hidden in subsidies. Oh... Well, I suppose everyone gets it on a plan normally, anyway. So yeah, yeah I mean, it would have been seven ninety nine or something US. And sorry, Simon, mm. I'm acutely weird. We seem to be having Skype issues. I, I'm not here. I'm getting a slight delay, and I feel like I'm constantly talking over you. Oh, that's not a problem. <laughs> He's used to it. He's yeah. Used to it. Now we just have dead air. Um, yes. So yeah, look, I I couldn't imagine buying an iPhone seven unless my current phone imploded and all the other models just weren't up. It's just too, I mean, I don't know how you warrant, you know, 1200 bucks for a decent iPhone. I couldn't last year when I was dying to upgrade. I just, I just couldn't justify the price. No. There's nothing, it literally, I think you guys have touched on it several times before on this show and We Hate People. There's nothing innovative about them for years. No. Although there'd be cool moving emojis in iMessage. There was some cool stuff, and I'm sure Andrew yeah. can do all of it or most or whatever. There's a whole bunch of stuff in iMessage I did like. So some of the iOS software stuff is, there's some real, it's not innovation, but some really good evolution of it. But Well, that's the thing. I, I still like the iOS platform software-wise. I, I never had an issue with that, but from a hardware standpoint, it's just yeah. garbage. They haven't done anything hardware-wise for years. Their computers aren't much better, though. They're, I don't yeah. know why they, but they. I mean, they did. What is it? Is it like a four hundred? Is it a four hundred or eight hundred percent profit margin they have on most of this stuff? Oh, it's at least. Yeah. It's 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 shockingly large. But and the reason how they make the profit is, um, I'm going back a lot of years now, but I. Uh, used to resell some stuff online, just uh, computer bags and stuff. And, and one of the resellers had access to Apple uh, priceless. And the margins for the poor bastards selling Apple gear is under 10% most of the time. Oh, yeah. The, the people selling you the stuff, unless it's an Apple store. Uh, I know, but they... I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking cost from Apple. So even mm. um, like. Uh, Harvey Norman now. Oh, it's not Harvey Norman. Uh, who sells? Um, is it Good Guy? No, it is Harvey Norman sell Apple again, don't they? Uh, I'm not sure. I know JB. I haven't the, t- been there for ages. Yeah, JB, JB do. Yeah. The, the most they, they can they will ever discount is ten percent, and that's because that's basically their entire profit margin. That's right, mm-hmm. and they just hope make it up in accessories if you're silly enough. And yeah, and they buy in bulk JB as well, so they get yeah. a little bit of a discount that way. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. We've slagged Apple deservedly, so. Um, mm-hmm. last thing I had was David Brent life on the road. So it's a bit like a comic, um, event where you've got different issues of, of different titles covering the same story. So Simon and I talked on, we hate people that I would do a, well, I was going to see David Brent life on the road or did we talk about it after the show, Simon? I'm now doubting myself. I, I don't remember it all. Yeah. <laughs> Real. You talked about it on We Hate People. I listened to the show. Oh, there you go. Good man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I did go and see it. I went to the nine ten Tuesday night session. Um, I went with three other people. Um, four, four, four blokes of us went, and we were the only people in the cinema besides one other poor, lonesome girl. So there were five of us in the theatre, but because it, it was a bad time if you were looking for a crowd. Um, Good movie. I should, are you both Office fans? Uh, UK Office fans? I'd prefer the UK one over the American yeah, one. same. I don't like either. Oh, that, yeah, that's right. Sorry, we've had that discussion, yeah. Um, and Simon, I'm, I'm safe in saying the reason that you don't like it would be confirmed by this movie, so there are some excruciatingly awkward <laughs> scenes. Um, so you, I don't think you would enjoy it that much. That said, the soundtrack is worth price of admission alone, so I... I'm biased because I love Ricky Gervais, but I bought the Life on the Road as a vinyl, double vinyl record. Um, Good for you. Yeah, and I, look, I listened to it in the week leading up and loved it. There's some really funny stuff. And I think Simon and I 
um, no, I didn't. I offered to send you a snippet, but we didn't end up doing that. Um, really, really good music, so just a good rock and roll. But, uh, yeah, movie, a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, bit of a predictable ending. I'd give it a solid 7.5 to 8 out of 10. It wasn't brilliant, but it was pretty damn good. Um, and he's currently touring the UK as David Brenton, Foregone Conclusion, the name of the band. And from what I'm seeing online, he's selling out some bloody big venues, as you'd expect. Oh, good. And it's, it's it's just a normal rock show. He's just, you know, coming mm-hmm. on, playing essentially, I assume, the whole of his 20 songs and, and walking off again and selling the play, you know, just going off apparently. I'm, I'm sure that this music career he started is going to be better than that video from the 80s. What was it called? Uh, Siona Razzle- Dancer? Siona you- Dancing or something? Sienna. Yeah, Isn't that you, a very his title? You mean you're talking about the, the one hit that he had or wasn't even really yeah. that much of a hit? Sienna Dancing. It sounds like something that Ultravox would do. No. I don't know if you lost me. There you go. It's uh, SEO, S-E-O-N-A Dancing, Siona Dancing, 1980s Sion. British New Wave Group. Uh. He was a good-looking lad back then too. Um, so, yeah, that, look, recommend going and checking it out. That said, I don't think it's one you need to see in the cinema. The, the cinematography is very office-like. You don't need to have that big screen experience. So I think it'll – I believe it's been released on Netflix early next year. Uh, and can, we, can we watch it in 4K, David? Can we watch it in 4K? Yeah, can we stream point. it to our PlayStation Pro? Yeah. I'll, I'll put all those <laughs> questions in writing. Um, and there is a petition for those Australian Ricky Gervais fans. There is a petition to try and get him and foregone conclusion to tour Australia. So I'll put a, a link in the show notes for that one. It's, I'd, I'd rather just see him do a stand-up tour personally. Oh, yes, he'd been a muse. I'd love to see him play. But, yeah, he is oh, in character, so you're not going to get a lot of humour out of him beyond yeah, what's in the see, music. Yeah, see, I mean, I, I'm a bit of a muse as well from back in the day, but yeah, I'd still rather see his comedy than his music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but sign the petition if you can. It's uh, I'm just checking it now. It's had 15 supporters in the first 12 hours, so I think that's going to go viral for sure. Oh bloody ass! Well, that's that's more people than are playing No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, listening to this podcast. Yes. Um, all right, that's it for me. But have you guys got any last minute things you wanted to add before we wrap? Um. Journey's free on PlayStation Plus at the moment. Get yep. that. Don't stop believing. Yep. Oh, David. <laughs> Sorry. Just a small town girl. <laughs> no, uh, seriously, it, it's an indie darling. It was game of the year back on PS3. It got re-released on PS4. It's free on both consoles at the moment, so pick it up. Cool. Yes, but if you have a choice, get it on Xbox One because... Um, any game you get with them, you get to keep. Any game you get with uh, PlayStation, it's you only... a PlayStation exclusive. Is it? I think both you said are. both. No, no, both PS3 and PS4. I meant. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, you you are right though. Yeah, uh, any PS Plus games will only be for the life of your subscription. Uh, Xbox yeah. games, you yeah. own them for life. So always just hit the add to cart and add them. To your library. Yeah. Even if you don't download them and play them straight away, just just get them. Yeah. yeah. It's free. It's not going to hurt you. If you never play it, you've, you've got it. You've stolen the money from Sony or Xbox or whoever. Poor yeah. buggers. It, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's, it's the free game you get with your $70 a year subscription. Yeah. yeah. What a rot. Don't start me on that. It's like the on- iPhone 7 of consoles. Well, in that case, David, you'll be delighted to hear that in an independent study that came out recently, uh, Xbox One trumped PlayStation Network on pretty much every count. As it yeah, should, because that's a rot. Enjoy your well, experience on a second-rate network, everyone. <laughs> well, Xbox has been charging money for online play for longer, David. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's also, <laughs> but yeah. it's also a much better platform, and it has been a much better platform. People that came over from PS3 to Xbox 360, all said, "Oh wow, it's actually really good on this." Yeah, it's a much better supported platform. 
Yeah. Oh, look, yeah. X, X, um, Xbox, Xbox Live works. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go down on August 26th and September the 1st. Like, well, look, that- it, it was back up after three days after the Lizard Squad attacks while PlayStation was down for a week and a half. PlayStation Network was over a month. Oh, yeah, there was that too, wasn't there? Oh, shit. Yeah. It's all going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, well, you, you got to cut us off before we rag on something else, mate. Yeah, all right, uh, let's wrap it. Just Actually, just as a, a PSA, um, Sony have finally made uh, two-step verification available on the PlayStation Network. So considering yeah. it tend to be a little bit more wobbly security-wise, as I found out to my detriment, uh, if you haven't already activated uh, two-step verification on your PSN, I highly recommend you look into that and make an informed choice as to whether that's the right thing for you. Mm. Yes. But there is, yes, it is the right yeah, thing. Yeah, extra security is always a good thing. Have it on your Steam, have it on your Xbox, have it on your PlayStation, get as much security as you can. Here, here. What a nice PSA to wrap up on. Um, PSA, I always think of prostate-specific antigen, but that's another story. Right, as always, if you'd like to offer an opinion, suggestion, or some general abuse, please email us, please. It's been a while, at contact at oceanicgamer.com or visit our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com forward slash the Oceanic Gamer. Well, did Jay throw any abuse in his review? No, he was glowing. Sorry, no. um, it's a bit uh. hard for me to log into the US store from this computer. Otherwise, I would have read it. But no, he was lovely, and he essentially said he's been with us since the Swotor days and still enjoys it. Oh, thanks, Jay. He's a legend. Yeah, email us some abuse. Yeah, that's right. We need some fire. Or, or you know, as you usually do on Twitter. So um, yeah. my handle's the Oceanic Gamer. Simon tweets under RPG Beats RL, and Ben tweets under the Spawny Thirteen. Uh, and any live streaming recently? I know last time you said you'd uh, just done some. Yeah, Friday night I was streaming Overwatch uh, competitive play till about 2 in the morning. See? So that was fun. Uh, then I slept all day Saturday. Good. Twitch.tv forward slash the spawny13 then. Um, previous episodes show on iTunes, which is where Jay finds us, of course. And we're also on Stitcher for some reason. Thanks very much for listening and thank you to my... Brilliant, understanding, flexible co-host Simon and Ben. Thanks, guys. Is he talking oh. about you being brilliant? Because it wasn't about me. I have no idea. No, I'm, no, I'm encapsulating he, those. Who's smoke? Is he blowing it up? No, no. Just, well, just, we started late because of me, and you're all very flexible and lovely. So I just wanted to recognise that. Oh, um, that's sweet. Um, have a great week, month. And remember, you don't stop playing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop playing. And I'm going to play some Destiny now, I think. Good night. Bye. Ciao. to speak does not make one intelligent.